0: Oh my gosh, I don't know the episode number. Seriously, I need to stop hitting record without knowing what episode it is, because my phone's dead, everything's on aeroplane mode, so it doesn't make a noise. So do you know what? I'm just going to wing it and say, welcome back to the podcast, and welcome to episode number 84. If I've smashed that, well done me. And if that's wrong, take the previous episode number, add a one to it and welcome yourself to it because if you couldn't tell, today's episode is a small talk episode which if you're not familiar basically means that I sit down with the microphone, there's no one opposite me, there isn't the usual structure and I just have a chat about a certain topic. Now before getting into today's certain topic, I feel like I would be doing both of us a disservice by not giving you a level of context to how and when I'm currently recording this. So it is half five in the morning, it's Friday, it's launch week. It has possibly been one of the most full-on weeks I've had in my business, not just this year, but ever. I am sat in the corner of my hotel room. I have created a fort out of bed sheets to basically try and block the noise from the main road, which is right next to me. So ever, ever the glamorous setup going into this podcast, but there is no other way. I would rather start my Friday morning and end the final day of the week than by sitting down to have a chat with you. And let me tell you, today's chat has taken a bit of a turn in the last few days. If you follow me over on Instagram, or in fact, if you follow me anywhere, because I've been shouting about it quite a lot, you will know that last Monday, Monday the 18th was a pretty big day because Monday the 18th was the day that I launched the six week thing. For those of you that aren't familiar, the six week thing is a group coaching program and it's designed to help you level up a certain element of your business through videos, worksheets and action steps all done within a group setting. So it's all about blending expertise and support to help you level up certain elements of what you do. And I know as a digital marketing coach that launches can be pretty intense. So I thought let's throw all of my content at this. There is a podcast episode coming out a week after launch, a week before we close doors. Great, I will use that as a chance to promote it. However... Four days into launch, we currently have less than nine spaces left out of the 50. And I cannot tell you how much I'm not saying that to show off because Flip and Nora, I in no way ever expected we would get anywhere near that capacity number even by the end of the two-week period. So when this episode comes out, maybe we'll have a couple of spaces left, maybe there'll be no spaces left, which just feels crazy to say. So I thought instead of using this episode as a way to really promote the six-week thing and get you all to want to take part, I would instead give you a behind-the-scenes look at this launch. I'm all about giving you a raw and honest insight into what running a business really looks like. So I thought I would just sit down and just have a chat about what the last couple weeks have been like to give you an insight into what has gone into this launch and what has brought the six-week thing to life. So obviously see I've already told you what it is, but you can probably guess that this six-week thing has been years in the making. As a coach, as someone who primarily works one-on-one... I have always sat with the question of how do I create something that's more accessible and that can be done on a larger scale. It's a question that has always been in the back of my mind and particularly when I started this year, it was a question that felt important to answer. One of the intentions that I set for this year was to be more sustainable in the way that I work and it really felt like being more sustainable looked like finding another way of working that wasn't just my time equals how much money I make and how many clients I can work with. However, answering that question of how do I bridge the gap between offering something impactful and offering something accessible has always felt really, really difficult to answer. I feel like the logical answer to that question has always been, Alice, sell an online course. But if you've listened to my episode all about the time I created an online course and it completely failed, you will know that for me, online courses just do not feel like a right fit. I have absolutely no opinions about anyone else that does them. But for me, I just know that I wouldn't be showing up as my best self and having the impact that I wanna have in the world by putting my work into the context of a course. So whilst that's always been the logical answer, I've never felt like that's been an answer. So this question has always just felt a little bit unanswerable. Every couple of months, I've always come back to it and thought, ah, I've still not got a thing that feels more accessible. And I kind of just had to start trusting that when it was right, the right thing would come. And shock horror, that was the case. So whilst it's been years and months in the making in terms of the content that's gone into it and in terms of me knowing that I needed to do it, let me tell you, the second that the idea came to life, it was all systems go. So it was on Thursday, the 7th of November, yes, November, is in this month, where I actually had the idea. I was in a Nando's, I was waiting to order my food, and this idea just popped into my head of, well, people seem to like coaching from me. How do I blend coaching and something on a group setting? What if I do group coaching? And It was literally that that started the conversation in my head of what it would look like to create the six-week thing. So Thursday the 7th, I got the inkling of an idea. And let me tell you, I have the kind of brain that once it gets the even tiniest, tiniest hint of an idea, it's got to run with it. So on the train back that evening, I was writing out all the plans, I was just letting my brain run wild with it. And then perfect timing, the next day, Friday the 8th, I had a full day set aside to sit down with Emily, my team member, to make plans for the next month. It's something that we've started to do on a monthly basis, is we'll sit down for a whole day, we'll check in on the regular stuff like the stats and any random bits and bobs, but we'll really spend our time going through the big picture projects which are going on and mapping out basically what her and I both need to do for the next month to move the those forward. And Emily's always known that I've had this question of, well, how do I create something that's more accessible? And Emily's also always known I've never really felt like it's had an answer. We did actually launch an online shop earlier this year, which you'll know if you've had a look around my website or you follow me on Instagram. And whilst that is still an idea that I love, It didn't really feel like the right answer to this question. I think often you learn what you want more by doing something that doesn't feel like the right fit than you do by just sitting back. So in a way, launching the shop and realizing, hey, actually that doesn't feel like an answer to that question was way more valuable to me than just sitting back and waiting for that answer because it really showed me what I didn't want and probably then helped me to land on the thing that I did want. So one of the things that I knew was gonna come up on Friday the 8th was the online shop because I'd expressed to Emily like, hey, I don't really know why I don't love this thing that I launched, but I think I need to keep running with it because it feels like an answer to that question. So I knew that I was gonna have to speak to Emily about it and tell her what the next step was. But shock horror, I didn't feel excited about the next step and I didn't wanna have that conversation because it didn't feel like a right fit. So I was so relieved when I sat down with Emily that day to just be able to go, Emily, I think, I think I've got it. I think the answer to that question now makes sense. And I sat there for about 15 minutes and I, in a lot more words than I can do now, explained what the six week thing was and basically just went, am I crazy or do you actually think this is the right answer? And thankfully, and I know Emily, she would tell me if it was a crap one. She said, Alice, I think we've got it. So on that Friday, we spent time just fleshing out the idea and actually just gaining some clarity around what it was, how it was going to work, when we were going to do it and what the timeline was. And I remember sitting there with Emily on the 8th of November and saying, we're going to launch it on the 18th, 10 days, (laughs) 10 days from having the idea to launching it, I know. But for me, that decision came down to two things. The first thing was that I knew that if I overthought it, it wouldn't come to life. This next step feels very intimidating for my business. You know, over two years as a coach, one-on-one work is a comfortable space for me. You know, when I started coaching, I had huge imposter syndrome and I found it really tough. Whereas now, I feel quite confident about the way that I show up as a coach and I know that I can have the impact that I say I have. It feels pretty scary stepping into a new thing that I don't have experience in, that I don't have a track record of, and having to relearn the best way to show up and prove myself again in a new setting. So knowing that, because this idea felt so exciting to me, because this idea felt like the right fit, again, all feeling, I didn't know at this point, I just thought I'm going to have to run with this and keep taking action before. I allow myself to overthink it and probably stop. Something I also know about myself is that I am so led by what interests me. It's probably one of the most frustrating things about me and anyone that works with me can probably attest to this in that actually if I don't want to do something I'm pretty crap at making myself do it. The only reason why I get so much done is because I'm so flipping excited all of the time about the things that I'm doing. But if you listen to next week's episode you will know that I've been putting off my tax return for about nine months even though I have everything in place to pay it and file it just because it's not something that interests me. So I knew in a way the biggest green flag that I needed to pursue this was the fact that I felt so excited. And of course I didn't know that it was going to work and I didn't know that it was going to be the best fit but I trusted that gut instinct and just thought if I give myself 10 days to launch at least I'm going to get it out there whilst it still feels this exciting and then at least I'm gonna know. So that was the first reason that I gave such a short timeline to launch was because I thought unless I take action now, I'm probably gonna overthink it and not do it. And the other reason that I gave myself such a tight timeline was because when Emily and I started to map out when we were gonna host it, I just knew that it would work well to start it in 2020 and therefore launch it pretty soon. I'm 100% one of those people who wants to start the new year strong I have literally had anxiety for the last three weeks because everyone's going, how are you starting the new year strong? It's the end of a decade. What have been your highlights? How are you going into 2020 with intention and strategy and rah, rah, rah? And whilst I fully appreciate, I've added to that noise in the last week until I felt like I had this thing in place. I was just like, flippin' Nora, stop asking me because I'm so stressed out about 2020. So I knew it would be something that would help people to start the new year strong and to step into the new year with that intention and almost with the confidence that they were gonna level up something. But I also knew from experience that this is a really hard time of year to launch. It's actually really interesting when I take myself back to this time last year, because this time last year, I was launching the retreat for the very first time. It was literally December 10th that I launched the retreat and January 10th that the tickets went on sale. So just a couple of weeks out from the timeline they were currently on, I learned a lot within that launch about not only launching, but also the time of year that you launch and how that has an impact. With the retreat, what I found so, so difficult was retaining attention over a period where so many people take time off of social media, aren't thinking about their businesses and really do step back. So I knew that if this launch was gonna go well and if I was gonna feel confident about how I was doing this launch, I needed to sit it as far as I could outside of Christmas. So I thought, well, if I can close doors on December 1st and not have to talk about it at all in the run up to Christmas and not have to try and keep any energy going over Christmas, it's probably realistic to give myself two weeks to have the doors open because like I said at that point, I thought we're never going to hit capacity. So I'll give myself two weeks. Let's work backwards from that. Monday the 18th, that feels good. I've got a crazy week coming up next week, but who cares? We can bring this together. So Monday the 18th was set in stone and then it was all systems go to bring the launch together. Now in a way, this was quite an easy launch to put together in 10 days. And I say easy still knowing that there was a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of hard work from both myself and Emily across this week. But what I mean by the fact that it was easy was that we didn't have to have the offering ready for the end of that 10 days. There is absolutely no way that I would have set such a short timeline to launch if I needed to bring all the materials together within that time period. Because to me, of course, the most important thing is that the offering is great. So if I ever felt rushed to bring the final product together, I know that I just wouldn't feel proud of it and I wouldn't want to put it out there. So because the program was starting on January 16th and I had all of this time to bring it together and refine it, in a way the only deadlines that we had for Monday the 18th was to do with launch. So on that day, on Friday the 8th when I was with Emily, we sat down and I just completely brain dumped all of the things that I thought would need to get done to bring together this launch. So we knew there would need to be a web page. We knew there would need to be a product within my shop. We knew there would need to be a launch video. We knew there need to be emails. I kind of took a step back and just thought, okay, What do I know about launching? So what would be all of the steps that we would need to take in an ideal world to do this in the best way possible? And obviously as a digital marketing coach, the pressure was on to launch well, because it's literally something that I help other businesses with. And I'm also aware that my marketing creates an advert for my work, because obviously what I do for myself is in line with what I do for other people. And when it comes to launching, I have huge frustrations around what we associate with launches. I think when we think of the word launch, we think it needs to be complicated, we need to do something out of the ordinary, it needs to be polished, it needs to be fancy. And whilst it can be those things, to me, all a launch is, is speaking louder and clearer. You are speaking more on more platforms, and you are speaking about a very clear, definite, intentional message. So really for me, the question wasn't, oh my gosh, how am I gonna launch well? What am I gonna put where? What funnels am I gonna do that? Blah, blah, blah. My question was just, okay, I'm going to speak louder. So where's all the places that I can speak louder and I want to speak clearer. What is the message of this launch? So for me, that was the first step with actually figuring out how I was going to launch it. Aside from the practicality of, I need that sales page ready and I need that thing ready. I actually just took a step back and went, okay, where are all the places that I show up? Where are all the places that my community are? What's currently being effective for me in selling what I already do? Great. Let's just do more of that in a very intentional way for this launch. For me, launching is as simple as that. It's thinking, well, what have I got and how can I utilize it? So over the course of that next week, Emily and I were both working to bring together everything that needed to happen to make this launch a reality. A program that you know that I love and use a lot within my business is Asana. And I find it particularly helpful when I'm working with Emily on projects and we both kind of need to get a view of what's going on, what's in progress and what the other one is up to. So on this Friday, we sat down and I mapped out everything that I could think of that would need to get done to make this launch happen from memory of other launches, from what I knew about this launch, from the state of my website, And we kind of just got a bird's eye view of here's all of the things that I've got to move forward. And then we started to put a timeline to it and assigned it to each of us and basically just begun to understand, okay, we've got 10 days to bring this together. What is that gonna take from us? So that list had everything on it from create the website, to take some more photos, to record the launch video, to reach out to past clients for testimonials. So it included everything from the nitty gritty to the big and significant, but that was really fundamental as we went across that week to keep adding to it, updating it, and moving things through the Asana board so that we could slowly see it coming to life. Because just saying, launch the thing, is huge. But saying, Alice, today you just need to do these five things so that the thing happens, great. I can deal with that, particularly when the week that this was coming together was pretty full on and didn't necessarily have big chunks of time where I could sit down and work on it. It was super helpful to have that board because if I had a quick 20 minutes free or maybe a one hour gap in my schedule, I could jump into the board, see what my next step was and keep moving it forward. And the reason why I decided to have doors open for two weeks rather than just eternally was so that I could really focus my energy and my content around a timeline. One of the things that I find really hard is keeping up energy for an extended amount of time without a clear focus. So I knew when we mapped out launch date that I wanted to have doors open for a certain period of time and to either cap it at a number or a date so that I had something to work towards and a time frame where I could be like, cool, it's gonna be crazy in those two weeks, but outside of that, I know things are gonna go back to normal. I didn't just do that for me. I also did that for you, my audience, because I feel like retaining people's attention and energy and excitement for an extended amount of time is actually too much of an expectation to put on our audience. So I knew, okay, people can probably stay excited and interested for about two weeks maximum. So I'll launch for that period and I'll use this week beforehand to get people familiar with the fact that something is on the way. So if you follow me over on Instagram, you probably spent that whole week just going, shut up and just tell us what the thing is on Monday the 18th, because every single day in different ways, trying to get creative with it. I was just getting you familiar with the fact that something was coming. Even on that Friday the 8th with Emily, I put up an Instagram post and in that, I said something's coming Monday the 18th. That was all I knew that people needed to know. For me, I do almost split my launches into three sections. You have pre-launch where your only job is to get people excited and get people familiar with the fact that something is on the way. You have your launch period where it's all about educating people on what the launch is, why it's for them, how it works, what their next steps are. And then you have post-launch period, which is almost all about following up on that and beginning to show people evidence of what you've launched and make people that are taking part feel like they're a part of something and make people that didn't get in for that launch feel like maybe they're missing out on something that they might wanna engage with the next time. So when I just broke it down into those three sections, I just got really clear on, okay, in this next week, I just need to get people excited. And then in that two week period, I need to throw everything I can at this to communicate what the six-week thing is, who it's for, how it works, and how people can engage with it. So I took that step back, I looked at the podcast, I looked at my Instagram TV, I looked at my stories, I looked at my emails, and I just thought, how can I use this across that two-week period to promote this thing? And that's exactly what I did. I came up with a plan, which basically just focused around repeating myself everywhere all of the time, and then I began to make that happen. I know what I'm like when it comes to launching. I'm so excited to get something out there in the world, but the second it goes out, I seem to freeze up a bit. I start thinking, oh gosh, no one cares anymore, or I've said too much, or I'm speaking too loud, or I'm annoying people. But actually the most important part of a launch where we often fall short is in keeping energy up once it's got out there. Think in a way it's that thing where we are so familiar with something where we just assume everyone else is too, and we forget, oh, I've been thinking about this for months, but this is the first time they've heard it. They need to hear this message so many times for it to get into their head and really feel like something that is of interest to them. So as much as I could, I was getting ahead of myself and not just planning what I was gonna say when and where, but actually creating that content too. When I looked at the two week period that doors were open for from the 18th to the 1st, I knew that they were a pretty full on two weeks for me. I am recording this episode, I mean, it's now like half five in a hotel room because I've spent the last two days and I'll be spending today doing full days of client work. That means that I am not on my phone. I am not showing up on stories all the time because my priority is sitting down with a client and being a coach. So looking at this two-week period, I knew that if I was gonna launch well, if I was gonna keep that energy up, I needed to get ahead of myself. So I was pre-recording stories, I was pre-writing email copy, and as much as I can, I was just trying to guess what are the things that are gonna trip me up on this launch? How do I make sure that's not gonna happen? So in terms of where we are now, it's obviously Friday, we launched on the Monday, I had an all-nighter Sunday night, which I think is a bit of a tradition with launches for me. I think i do it to myself on purpose because it just wouldn't feel the same without it. And then we launched Monday morning, 10 a.m. And let me tell you, I genuinely was terrified. And I cannot tell you how much I am not just saying that to make it sound like I'm being humble or to make it sound like, oh, I don't always feel super confident. But honestly, the second before hitting launch at 10 a.m. on Monday, all of the fears were running through me. What if people don't care? What if people don't like it? What if I've overhyped it? What if it's disappointing? What if no one wants to do it? What if I've positioned it wrong? What if this is wrong? And for me, that is just something I've come to expect when it comes to launching. Almost because it was an idea I was so in love with, I was so, so scared that it wasn't going to work. Because I said to people around me, like, I think... I think this is gonna go really well. Like, I I think people want this. I think this feels like a good fit. And in a way, because I felt quite confident it was gonna work, I then thought, well, if this doesn't work, I don't quite know what my next step is. When I came up with this idea, the reason why I felt so excited about it was because it felt like it so clearly answered that question of how do I become more accessible? So then I thought, well, if this isn't the answer to that question, I don't really trust myself as a business owner. And that gut instinct that I always run off of obviously isn't serving me very well. So there wasn't just the success of the launch riding on this. It also felt like a trust in me that I needed to be affirmed by this going well. So it went live 10 a.m. on Monday. And to say that I was overwhelmed by the response would honestly be an understatement. I'm so annoyed that I'm not a crier because I feel like if I were a crier, I'd have cried a lot of times this week. We were 12 hours into launch on Monday and 20 of the 50 spaces were gone. Now to give you an idea of how much I thought 20 spaces would not go, when Emily and I sat down to set maximums for this, I initially said, let's cap it at 25. And 25 to me felt like an ambitious goal. I thought we're gonna hit December 1st before we hit 25, but sure, let's put a number in place so we've got a target. And I remember Emily saying to me, hey, like maybe we should be a bit more ambitious than that. And I thought, oh, screw it. Okay, let's go for 50. And I 100% said it as a bit of a joke. And I said it as a joke because I also said to Emily, Emily, if we hit 50, you know that ski retreat we've been talking about, let's do it. And we shook hands and I honestly thought, oh man, I'm seeming like the coolest boss right now. Because I've promised her a ski retreat, if we hit 50, little does she know we're not going to hit 50, so joke is on us. Like that is how much I thought we wouldn't even get close to it. So 12 hours in, to have had 20 people trusting that this was the thing for them, honestly blew my tiny mind. And across this week, it's just been more of the same. Every single time an email comes through, every single time someone tells me they're doing the thing, I genuinely just think... Oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. Not only that these people are putting their trust in me and they're getting behind this thing, But I'm also so grateful that this business is seeming to be able to take itself to this next step. It's a genuine fear of mine that as a coach and as someone who works one-on-one, I can't level up because I don't ever get more time. Increasing my pricing is really the only thing I can do to level up. And that's not something I feel comfortable with doing past the point of where I'm currently at. So it's such a relief to see that my business can exist in this new setting where I can be more accessible, I can work with more people and I can just go a little bit bigger with things. So that's where we are now. And I'm so grateful for this launch because I think my experience of launching in the past has been a little bit rocky. Of course, we sold the retreat and of course the shop went okay, but I never left those launches thinking, damn, that was great. And there's something in me which genuinely is just going, this has gone well. And that feels weird to say because I think there's something programmed within us to think oh my gosh, no, it's never good enough. There's always more I could have done. There's always more I could have done differently. And whilst those thoughts are still running in my head and I've had to slap myself a couple of times and go, Alice, stop now thinking that you're not gonna be happy till you get to 50 because look at what you've already got. I really do feel like I've rewritten the story that I've told myself around launches because of this week. It's been so refreshing to realize that actually I can launch without a lot of the BS that you hear. Like a launch can feel simple, it can feel close to my values, it can feel exciting. Of course it's bloody hard work, but it's nice to learn that again, like I've almost learned with every other side of my business, you can do things your way and it be successful. So that's me. If you can't tell, I'm just feeling all of the gratitude right now. But I hope that this episode has given you, I guess just an honest insight into what this launch has looked like and what has brought it together. I know it's very, very easy to see the final product and to see maybe how this launch has gone and think, wow, that's amazing. But I guess I wanted just to show you what's gone into that. And there's probably a lot of stuff I haven't put into this episode. There's been a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of hard work, a lot of stress, a lot of my family and friends having to listen to me go, is it gonna work though? But do do you think, But do people like it? Is it? And they just go, Alice, We don't know, you don't know, until you launch the thing, you don't know. So it's taken an army to bring this together. It's absolutely a team effort. It's not something that I could have done on my own, but it's something that I'm so grateful. I followed my gut with and did, and it's something that I literally cannot now wait to do. Launching is almost the boring part because the fun part comes January 13th, where I get to sit down with you all and start working through the thing. So where do I go from here? Well, I'm planning on doing one a quarter, switching up the topic each time. So if you want to get involved in future things, the best thing to do is just to stay connected to my Instagram or get signed up to my email community called The Midweek. But I guess the next step is making this a reality. So I need to spend a whole load of time over the Christmas period and starting off New Year, digging into this framework and making it happen. But honestly, that's my favourite part. That's the stuff that I really love. And it's a really exciting thought to think, okay, In my coaching, what can I pull out of this that's going to work in a group setting? So it's going to be a fun challenge. I would love to do an Instagram TV on the marketing side of a launch. So if you've got any questions at all, I know I touched on it a bit in this episode. But if you want to know a bit more about my approach to launches in terms of how you show up and what you do, let me know. Because I want to put something together that basically just takes you behind the scenes of this launch and allows you to see how we brought all of that together. But yeah, this is me. Hope you've enjoyed. I'll be back next Monday with a conversation, which is an interesting one all about female-only networking and whether it's part of the problem or part of the solution. So I'm super excited to share that. Recorded it yesterday and it was a flipping good chat. I hope you have the best week. I cannot wait to do the thing. If you're doing the thing, I freaking love you. And if you're not, don't worry. You can do the next thing. Over and out.